All right, so I, I want to get to some of the other look-aheads because we got some you know early lines. There's a lot of games you and I really just don't even want to touch right now uh, in the NFL, and I think that that's probably the right approach. Some of them are just ugly games, too, where you just don't know I mean, what, like, what like the motivation? Like Arizona, Atlanta? God, I, I don't want to. Could I you imagine if that was a Monday night game next week? And that, But, like, that's the thing. We'd be stuck with it. We've got to <laughs> fix this. Good Lord. That game. No. I, I'm, look, the Vikings going into Green Bay, that's the difference maker for them. That's the game where they're able to then say, okay, we're legit or not. Like, that's how you make your statement is going into Green Bay. And it's not going to be the same as playing, you know, in their indoor stadium. It's a lot different. So... Right now, the Packers are three-point favorites at home. That totals at 47. Are you leaning Green Bay? At the three, I am. I, uh, You know what was funny? For a little bit, little bit this morning, early afternoon, it creeped up to three and a half, and that went away quick yeah. because people jumped on Minnesota. Obviously, they play everybody tight, and just getting the hook in a game like this, I think that's the right side. But at three, I'd probably lean Green Bay. I just like Green Bay on the money line. I think the best bet of the week is to take Green Bay, Tampa Bay, Moneyline, Parlay. That's what you do. Mm-hmm. Put them together. It's like a nice plus 150. Feel really, really good about both of those teams winning. But because the Packers are playing the Vikings, it's a divisional game, and that offense can struggle. I'm worried about laying the three, and the same thing with Tampa. I don't want to lay the points, but I just feel really good about both of those teams winning the game. I mean, so, I don't know whether Christian Watson's going to catch three touchdowns or not turn around to catch a, a ball. Like, that's that's what worries <laughs> me about that Packers offense. There's not much in between. It's, not it's really much it's in one extreme or the other of yeah. them. It's crazy. And another thing I do like, Vikings-Packers game is a 425 game, Nick. So... No 1 p.m. Kirk Cousins. That's true. Gotta like that. Uh, the 4 p.m. Kirk, Kirk Cousins is okay, too. It's just prime time. It's, it's just a standalone prime time, time Definitely games. not the 1 o'clock Sunday Kirk night, time. Monday night. Like, tonight, he'd be looking like Nick Foles if we were out there. <laughs> Probably just, would That's be. always how it looks every single time. Big third and five for the Colts. D can't get off the field. Yeah. At least next week, we got a great Monday night game. Oh, Bills, boy. Bengals. That comes down to a lot. That could come down to, I mean, one, playoff seating, but two, that might determine the MVP because if Jalen Hurts doesn't play the rest of the regular season, he's going to lose ground. And if you go in and you're Joe Burrow and you've already beaten Patrick Mahomes, then you go beat uh, Josh Allen. I mean, that, that's going to get know. you a lot of MVP votes. Going to be in the conversation. I actually like the Bills in that game. I do. God, it's going to be so good. It's going to be so. That's going to be. I mean, Bengals teaser leg plus seven is is the bet of the week. That's probably my favorite teaser. Going to be a one-score game. Going to come right down the wire. I would probably just hit the game live and see if you can get value on either side because, it's again, it's going to be one possession, probably a field goal game. I do think the Bills get the win, though. Mahomes now is minus 500 to win MVP. Burrow's at 6-1. to one. Jalen Hurts has fallen down to 9-1. to one. Josh Allen's 10-1. to one. And then after that, it doesn't matter. Two is 125-1. to one. Justin Jefferson. Like After that, you can tell where we can tell who the four finalists are to win MVP. Yep. We can. I, I mean, you know what I said. I mean, I said it back when he was eighteen to one. Jump on Joe Burrow now for that value. I don't you think Patrick Mahomes is valued a little too much there? Uh, too, I totally do. That's that's I don't that price is ridiculous to me. I don't think it's that clear cut. Completely that Patrick agree. Mahomes is going to win MVP, especially at with all. those opponents he's going up against. Yeah, like the fact Burrow and Allen are going against each other in a primetime standalone game that one hundred percent matters. So. I like the Bills in the game, though, Nick. You know, Cincinnati's been fighting with fire a little bit the last mm-hmm. couple weeks. 22 nothing against New England. You should have lost that game probably at the end if Stevenson doesn't fumble. You're down 17 nothing to the Bucks. Bucks have probably the worst quarter of football I've ever seen in my life. 
Then against the Browns, you know, you're playing Deshaun Watson, who just was so rusty and looks awful, but they didn't play their best game. Against Tennessee, you didn't have Chase and Mixon. You make some key plays down that stretch to win it. So these last four or five weeks, they're winning games. You got to give them credit, but they haven't looked as convincing, I think, as people maybe perceive them to be. They just have these bursts of brilliance in like a 15-minute stretch or like a two-quarter stretch. But against the Bills, man, you better play all four quarters because the bills are coming and we've talked about it all year that there's going to be a game and this might be it where josh allen and the bills finally start to look like that team we saw at the early part of last of this season Mm -hmm. and at the end of last season and i think this might be the game joe burrow has more to gain winning that game than josh allen does though because i i really feel like i mean not just looking at the odds but burrow right now has got the Bengals playing such great football i know the bills have kind of turn things around a little bit but offensively like they're not they're not what they were earlier in the year. You know Josh Allen's not going out there getting you four touchdowns and 400 yards passing for the most part. I mean he put up some numbers against Miami but you know like we've had some inconsistencies with Josh Allen where the expectations were so high for the Bills. They might lose one game the entire year. Josh Allen runaway MVP. Right. The expectations were so high that right now him going and even beating Joe Burrow it feels more like, oh, well, that's what we'd expect. And again, I'm trying to play into the minds of voters because you know how these narratives play into these awards. Well, Joe Burrow's got the got the Bengals already. They overachieved last year. There's no Super Bowl hangover, even after the 0-2 start. Then he goes out there, and if he's able to beat Josh Allen on top of already beating Patrick Mahomes, I don't want to say that seals the MVP for him, but that makes it a lot closer. I just don't understand Mahomes at minus 500 right now to win MVP. I I don't either. I don't either. Because, again, it's the Chiefs aren't covering these big numbers. Like, they've been playing some bad football teams, and they're winning. Yeah, Mahomes is throwing for a lot of yards. He's throwing for a lot of touchdowns, but he's Patrick Mahomes. Like, he should be doing that. You look at the Bengals' schedule and who they've played here. Over the last seven, eight weeks, it's been a gauntlet. They're playing the best teams in the AFC. They had to go on the road and play a Tampa team that needed to win, was fired up. They were down 17-0. They come back to win that. I mean, they've been playing some tough, tough games this year. So I I agree with you, Nick. I I just I don't get all the Mahomes love and and why it's that high. I, I still think Jalen Hurts probably should win the award. I mean, the Eagles have been the best team all year. He's the quarterback and the best player for the best team. And if they if he's playing on Saturday against the Cowboys, they they win that game. And I think it showed like Minshew was fine, and it showed like how good of the team the Eagles are. But I just you know I think Hurts should. Oh, played. look at the Chargers getting Keenan Allen in the end zone. He stepped out. Did he step? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. They called. The, I okay. can't believe the ref missed that. Promise you, I guarantee they're bringing it, that man. back. This he- is minus. 5,000 that he stepped out of bounds. He tiptoed the sideline pretty well, though. He looked he, like a ballerina. He did. He tiptoed it originally, and then there was one step he took. You'll see it right here. It was a nice play called by the Chargers, and this is just Justin Herbert. Like, this throw, zing, right there. So here's That's what the he step. does well, man. Oh, they didn't show it. Well, they'll we'll show it here. Let's yeah. see if they show it here. Keenan Allen, though, got just out of the reach of the defender. So he's good, good right yeah, there. Yeah, yep. he did. Yep, I saw it. Yep, yep. right. Second, it's probably, yep, second step right there. That, that one, one, but there was a more obvious one, yeah. right, coming. There. Yeah, yep, I saw it. Yeah, he definitely stepped out of bounds. I mean, how does the ref not see that? He's right there. But they'll bring it back. Yeah, that's definitely coming back. <laughs> Still a big play, though. Big play, but good for me because I I need the uh, the Colts to keep me with a field goal. Seven for 77. Keenan Allen's trying to have a hero act here and save my fantasy team. Although I'm playing against Eckler, so that touchdown did not uh, did not help. I told you, my fantasy team, or maybe I didn't tell you. I can't remember. I've been doing mm-hmm. shows with 
too many people. Yeah. But uh, I played. I was in the fantasy semifinals this week against the guy who who just had his baby uh, baby this week, and mm. I'm, I'm I'm not gonna win. I'm like it's over. So of course he had T.J. Hawkinson. Just went bananas. Oh, I had T.J. Hawkinson too. I had a massive week, but I lost last week after winning like six straight weeks. Oh. And I just got nothing from anybody, and then I got a monster week from everybody this week. Fantasy That's how it works. So hard, dude. It's so frustrating. It is so hard, and it's it, it happens every year. Can you but... imagine being in the championship this week and Derrick Henry might not play? <sighs> oh yeah, game, right. Or, or having Trevor Lawrence and he's been great and he might not play. Like it's it's tough. Oh, the Colts, Nick. I thought they'd be a little better. I thought Foles would play a little better. You gotta, gotta you gotta little. stop. You gotta stop betting against the. Always bet for the better quarterback. Just do that, and you'll be safe. It's a much better choice. Yeah, and then I'll do that, and it won't work out for me. <laughs> That's how that works. Yeah, uh, it's this Colts team is just—they're just tough to watch. I still uh, think they're going to find a way to cover. Yeah, I, I hope I'm right. Probably not. You know, You're, Jets at Seahawks will be interesting this week too. Oh God, there's another game. It's not going to be—it's not going to be pretty. Nick, I'm pro- in my office pools. I'm probably going to take the Jets again. And why do you ask? I don't know. I don't know. Probably because they've lost two straight must-win home games. Now they're flying out across the country, which might be good for them to get away from the media and the fans. Mm-hmm. And they're playing a Seattle team who just got or have they been on the decline real yep. quick. So four straight. And Mike White's back, which will be a big boost to that locker room. But I, you know, and you, we talk about before quarterbacks in these revenge games. You know, Geno's going to want to stick it to the Jets a mm-hmm. little bit. So I like fading that. The the revenge angle does not tend to work in the NFL, especially this year. So, you know, maybe the Jets are the side. I don't know. I, I don't love it. But I, if it had to make me play it, I think I'd take the Jets two and a half, actually. I think the motivation to play behind Mike White and him getting another opportunity, that might be what you lean on if you're looking for sort of the emotional uh, trends to it. But I just, that's honestly, man, that's going to be bad quarterback play no matter what. I mean, really. It's not like Mike White has been Mike White has once again been a roller coaster as it's as was last year. Right. I I think I probably lean Jets there because of the Mike White return and because Seattle's lost four straight, but you're right. I mean, Geno Smith is, you know, he already had his had his big game at the beginning of the year. He's had this great season and you go, "Okay, well maybe now's a chance to ride that momentum a little bit towards the Jets, but the the turnover differential for the the for the Seahawks has been the problem." No and doubt, they're not. You know that that's what's made such a difference for them. When they that that six and three start was because the turnover differ. I mean, it was actually in their favor for a change. They were plus three in turnover margin. Like I said, when they started off six and three, they're one and five since then. Minus three differential it means oh. they're they're not generating turnovers and they're turning the ball over. And that's it's just that simple. You're not getting extra possessions and you're giving extra possessions to the other team. And the thing, too, the Jets' defense the last couple weeks, you know, they give up that game-winning drive to the Lions at the end of the game, that game-winning touchdown drive. Then against Jacksonville in the first half of that game, they give up like a 97-yard drive or something like that. So the defense has been great. They only gave up 19 points to Jacksonville, 20 points to Detroit, but it's the timing of the defense. Mm -hmm. Like, if you're a great defense, you have to make crucial stops at crucial times. That's what San Francisco does so well. Jets just haven't been doing that the last couple weeks, but I do like them this week. It'll be fun to watch Sauce matched up with DK Metcalf. That'll be a great matchup. Kenneth Walker has been a little banged up. He really means a lot to that offense. If you stop Kenneth Walker, make Geno in that offense one-dimensional, which teams have been doing, Seattle just hasn't been the same team. So 
tough defenses have been giving the Seahawks a little bit of problems, and uh, I think the Jets might be the right side. <sighs> Jets making the playoffs without consistent quarterback play is going to be a testament to the rest of that roster. Like they've got a bright future. They they really do. Yeah, I know. I could. I mean, Aaron Rodgers would be great there. <laughs> what about Lamar Jackson there? Oh, I can't think of. I know Lamar you don't want to think about team. it. I can't. But he will be good there, man. I mean, look, any team with a good defense, if you get him the right quarterback, mm-hmm. we all said that about Denver, and obviously the quarterback didn't work out. Any of those teams, though, the Jets, man, with a good quarterback, they they are absolutely a playoff team. You have more next talented year. receiver, and they'd still run the ball. Yeah, and you have Brees Hall behind you next year, healthy. Well, at some point. I don't know what to think of Salah, though, yet. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I think he's an okay coach. I think he's a great defensive coordinator. But obviously, when the games are magnified and you start to get in these big games that mean a lot, you really find out a lot about a coach. And watching him against, I mean, they look so bad against the Jags. And then the timeout situation against the Lions at the end of the game, those are just two examples. And he'll learn how to manage big games. But remain to be seen of of what we think of Sal as a coach. Yeah, I think and I think that's fair. Um, you know, but I, I always I find it tough to judge a coach until they actually exactly, have decent exactly. consistent play exactly. at quarterback. It's that may seem simple minded, but like that's the truth. That's how the NFL works. Right. You've got to have that. So uh, it was so bad for the Broncos though that even a kid's cartoon ripped them. 